I'm Lauren. I'm Nicholas. And this is Metapods. We were home on quarantine, wanted to start a podcast, but we decided we had nothing in common except that we both listen to podcasts. Pretty much. So that's exactly what this is going to be. A podcast about a podcast. Podcast about podcasts. Multiple. Like, there'll, there'll be more than one. But how do you say that? Podcasts. So you just say podcasts. Yes, podcasts. Podcasts. Anyway, this is called Metapods, and you're going to love it. This week's episode is about Slowburn. Slowburn is a slate production podcast in three seasons. We are reviewing the first season about the Watergate scandal. So I found Slowburn when I was looking for another podcast to listen to after I finished the first season of Serial, and it came upon or came across, sorry, my recommended list at the bottom of um, Apple Podcasts, and it said Slowburn and Watergate. And I was interested in Watergate because I heard, like, I've heard of Watergate not knowing what actually happened. But uh, when we actually, or when I actually started first listening, it was very interesting week by week uh, listening to Leon Nafok and uh, learning about what actually happened and hearing tapes of what happened and all sorts of things. Did you not learn about Watergate in school? No, I heard like we learned somewhat about Watergate, not like the details of Watergate. Like so if we, I had asked you before what Watergate was, would you have told me? No, because I didn't know. Oh, my gosh. As I've said before, Slowburn is a Slate production podcast. You hear ads for it all throughout, but Slate puts out some quality work. This is the first season of Slowburn, but they've gone on to do two more. The second season is about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. And then the third one is about Tupac. So, Lauren, who are the hosts of Slowburn? Slowburn is hosted by Leon Nafok and produced by Andrew Parsons. Leon went to Harvard. He hosts another podcast now called Fiasco, in all caps, Fiasco. He also wrote a book called The Next Level, a story of rap, friendship, and almost giving up about the rapper Juice Box, according to Wikipedia, of course. I looked for his Twitter bios, his Instagram. It wasn't too exciting. Similarly, his producer, Andrew Parsons, proves his rapport and his excellence in making podcasts. His Twitter bio reads, he's the EP of Prologue Projects on the Fiasco Pods and the Trevor Noah podcast from Luminary, among others. The co-creator of Slowburn, formerly Slate NPR, Backstory, WNYC, and more. So you know that these two together, they're putting out super quality work. Leon is a brilliant guy and Andrew knows what he's doing. What can I expect if I listen to Slowburn, Nicholas? Uh, you can expect a very well-produced podcast that has uh, first-hand accounts of what happened. Uh, in Watergate with people that were there at the time or people that were around there at the time. Um, tape recordings from the actual s- tape recorders that were installed in the Oval Office. Have you ever seen a tape recorder? I have. You have where? Outside in our storage shed. Oh. So, uh, but it's, you can listen to that audio. They also do great podcast notes that you can go and listen to more audio of the tape recordings that were there and um they just have they do great interviews with people that were actually there and uh obviously if you subscribe to slate plus you can listen to their full length interviews but they still give you a great amount of detail in your free episodes that you get to listen to absolutely i was hooked off the first one it's titled martha after Martha, who is involved in all of this. And I really loved that. They got some quotes from her biographies and from people who knew her from newspaper clippings or even played clips from when she was on TV or on the radio. And I really enjoyed that. Episode two and three lost that personal touch to me, but four got me back on track when they opened up the hearings and covered two 
young staffers who were a part of the committee. It's full of primary sources, lots of quotes, lots of interviews, and lots of recalling what happened. So less about the textbook, so-and-so said this, and so-and-so said that. And they they give light to the undertones of the whole hearing, of things that were happening behind the scenes. And that's something that I really appreciated. I love the untold history of history, and this is kind of that exclusive look at it. Think of it like a backstage pass. So like the secret behind the scenes of what happened. That's what I just said. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Nicholas, give me your notes. So to start off my notes, um, I'm going to start off with a tough one. It's a don't like. Um, I don't like how it's riddled with ads for Slate Plus, which is their um, membership platform, which gives you access to all sorts of things. But that sounds like an ad itself. It does. Um, but uh, it was just you, you get about 15 minutes in and they're like, if you want to hear the full interview or if you want to go full behind the scenes, you have to subscribe to Slate Plus, which powers this podcast. And, yeah. Um, but I will say it works. Here we are sitting and talking about Slate. And Slate Plus. So. so I mean, it works. Yeah. Uh, what I did like was them using like the physical evidence, which was like the tape recorders that were installed and giving you access to uh, all the recordings that you can go find yourself at the Library of Congress that you can go listen to and all sorts of things. So, Lauren, what do you like about Slow Burn? I would put on my list, I have one appreciate, two likes, and a dislike. To start off opposite of what you did, I'll start with my appreciate. I love that they humanize them. I talked about it earlier, especially that Martha episode. They got me early on because I loved getting to hear what her life was like being so close to all of this. And they, I think they humanize the people involved in this situation really well. I also like that they did a great job of taking you back to what it was like in the media back then. We sit here now with our smartphones and our iPads and our computers right here in our faces all the time. Whereas back then you had to turn on the TV, you had to tune into the radio, rely on newspapers. That's something I haven't seen in years as a newspaper. And so I think they do a really great job of saying when the media shapes the story, here's what everyone's then talking about. It was really interesting to me when they did, they talked about this, not a study, but they sent someone into a bar full of Nixon supporters who had to be watching the TV to then shape their opinions. And the things that they found by doing that study were really interesting to me. I also like that it doesn't get too political. A quick Google search of Leon's name shows what his opinions are very clearly. But I didn't feel like that came through too strongly in this podcast. If you were looking for that, you could totally find how he compares him to other current political figures. But if you aren't looking for that, then you're really just hearing about the past. You can always kind of tell, oh, this sounds like right now. But at no point is he shoving his opinions down your throat, which I appreciate that it really is mostly just here's the history. Here's what happened. Here's what so-and-so said about it. There's not too much room for objective opinions. I did not like how many names there were personally. I know I can't sit here and complain about too many names. I don't know what they look like because it's a podcast. Like I understand that's what the medium is, but I think that's what my problem became in episodes two and three when they just said, so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so. But then I couldn't remember who we had already talked about and what they were doing. Then I was like, I don't know who these new people are either. I hope they're not important. And of course, they were important in history. But I just, it was very difficult for me to keep straight who the minor characters were instead of the major characters. I got the major ones, but when it was all the supplementary people, that's where I got kind of overwhelmed. So to start off our final segment of the show, the Reads Ranking segment, 
Um, this week it is from cats to dogs. So starting with Lauren, what is your ranking? I would give them a large dog ranking, kind of like a like a lab, maybe a husky, something that's really lovable off the bat. They're easy to get along with. You really enjoy being with them, but after too long, you think you're probably kind of stinky. I might need a break. You're getting kind of boring, and so I'm not saying dogs are boring. Please don't attack me for that, but. And after some point, dogs do need a bath. And I think that's when you turn off the podcast, take a break, and then you listen again. So I would rank it a fat cat. Well, yes, it's random. But uh, it's a podcast that's really easy to listen to and understand the content that they're talking about. Uh, but it's also full of information. And can it can be a little slow moving sometimes like a cat. But uh doesn't it doesn't always go as fast as some people want it to be aka me uh but it's a great podcast full of information and would definitely recommend listening to it i think you could even bring in the nine lives aspect of the cat because i feel like i could listen to this again i wouldn't listen to it right now because i just listened to it but give me two or three months and then maybe so lauren what's the tldl too long didn't listen it's the, This is a recap of the Watergate scandal. If you're not super familiar, like Nicholas wasn't or had never heard of it, it's a great way to get some information about what happened, kind of get a different perspective than what the textbooks offer you. So if you want to find more information, you can go to Slate.com to find Slover. Um, you can also find them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and Apple Podcasts. Sweet old Apple. 